into this thing called life, featuring Keith O'Shea and Marie Carson. Dear listener, you know, I realized some time ago that life is as complicated as we make it. It hurts us. It tests us. It makes us cry. But you know, it makes us laugh. And sometimes it makes us laugh so damn hard that we might even pee on ourselves. Have you ever had one of those good old color purple laughs that will remind you that all that crap that you have gone through in life is only setting you up for better? We have no option but to laugh. This podcast highlights friends who shed light on tangent conversations about life. So if you hear pots and pans, screaming kids in the background, we are not sorry because it is life. That's good. That's good. So we are going to start a candid conversation about positivity during this um, pandemic. And I actually want to open up with um, with sharing something about, um, I guess, could I say Gordon? I like calling you Pooh, though. But I guess Gordon will probably be more sophisticated. I'm okay with what you um, call me. What do your students call you? You okay with me calling yes, you? Yes, I'm okay with this. <laughs> You know, you know, the whole thing is like you're never okay with someone calling you that they don't know you like that. But you know, when it's your family, I mean, you can't change what they call you. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't think I ever called you Gordon. Like, it's just it don't even sound right. Like, you who are you? <laughs> but, but what do your students call you? Do they call you Coach D, Coach G, Coach? Drury, what do they call you? Well, you know, they start off calling me Mr. Drury, and then all of a sudden, when they start either running track or playing football for me, or they start calling me Drew. So, Drew, <laughs> you know, I never had that. They always call me uh, Miss D or Miss Drury. I never had that. That's pretty cool, Drew. Um, so, I wanna, I wanna start off with sharing something about you. So every morning, Lisa, you know, I'm. It's, it's. I guess everybody prays for me. I must need a lot of prayers because he sends us prayers. <laughs> every, I said that like on the first or second podcast, yeah. and I guess everybody sees I really need some prayer in my life. <laughs> but no, seriously, he sends prayers out, and I'm certain he sends them to more people than me. But. Um, I feel like I'm the only person because at the very end of every prayer, he says, love you to life. And I'm like, dang, my cousin loves me to life. Like, you know, just me. Not, I'm not thinking about anybody else. I'm selfish. You know, but if, if, um, if, Pooh, if you could open up with a prayer for us this morning, I would love it. Okay. All right. Lord, eternal Father, we thank you so much for this time. I thank you so much for these two wonderfully wise and articulate women. And I just ask you, God, Lord, to help in this conversation that something may be said that may help us to be better in this world that we're in. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So I posted on my Facebook page yesterday um, with a prayer or a mantra that uh, people are living by, particularly since COVID. Um, Lisa Pooh. Y'all want to share something that you're living by? Um, there's one that I actually say in my classroom um, every morning or every class period because I teach middle schoolers with my students. It's kind of long, not long, long, but, you know, it's, it's, it takes some time. It goes, I will remain focused on my goals. Even if I have a moment of difficulty, I will not give up. I know success comes with consistency. I know that I can make it. Things will get better. No problem or challenge will stop me. Everything I focused on, focus on and believe in is coming my way. Why? Because I am worthy of success. I choose to be the best. I am worthy of success. 
It goes something like that. And I hadn't said it in a while because we've been out of school. And so I just kind of got out of practice with it. Wow, that's incredible. I need you to, yeah. I need you to share that with me. I want to write that down and share it with my students. That's, that was very impressive. <laughs> okay. So, I will. I'll, I definitely I'll will. It to you. I definitely will. So, yeah. And what do you what do you um, live by more more now than ever, um, Pooh? You know, I, I don't know if I have a specific. I guess um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, my whole thing is, I just have this belief that love is the key to everything. So, mm-hmm. and in my life, everything is centered around love. And I, and I know that you know, in the word it says, love covers a multitude of sin. And I guess that's why I just try to make sure that I am in the posture of loving. You know, and, and, and I'm not telling you I don't make mistakes and I don't, you know, don't love the right way all the time. But I do try to make sure that that's what I'm trying to practice. So, you know, mm-hmm. th- that's that's how I live. And I live it that way when I'm in school. I, You know, I, I remember like, uh, you know, you always have these New Year's resolutions. And I remember one year I had a New Year's resolution. I said, you know what, I'm going to just be who I am wherever I am. So, like, that's when I, I, I stopped, you know, like watching how I talk to kids. I just like, for now on, I just, if, I, if, I, if God comes up, it comes up and it's just, so I want to make sure that my conversation and everything is genuine with the kids I teach and with the people I meet. Mm-hmm. So if I mention God and I say, you know, thank God for, I, I think that's the posture. I'm, I'm in the posture now every day. I'm just, I start off the day being repentive and I end the day being repentive because I always try to look at my day and say, did I do anything that could help someone else to be edified that my Lord and Savior can be glorified. And, and I guess that's what I live by. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. A mentor of mine called me and told me I needed to read Psalms 91 at least once a week now. Um, every day. Yeah. Every day. That's your, that's your cover. So I have... I have, cause I have done more of that, and you know, Pooh, grandmother gave us, grandma gave us, great gave me her Psalms book. I, I shared this with you. Mm-hmm. I even, you know, sent you text messages of the pictures and stuff. And um, I noticed that Anthony was just having a hard time um, over the last couple of weeks with trying to just stay focused with his last couple of couple of weeks of school. Yesterday, thank God, was his last day of school. And so what I had him do was what grandma had me do was memorize Psalms 23 mm-hmm. and every morning he had to get up and it's this hill right in front of um, where I live. And he would get up every morning, um, recite Psalm 21 and do at least 15 heels in the morning. Wow. And so he had to walk the dog and after he walked the dog by six o'clock, he was out there. And a lot of the days I was out there with him. Um, and I, I couldn't do as many as he did, but um, he was, you know, he's out and he's running. And I realized and I, I noticed that it really did do a lot for him. It seemed like he was more motivated, more um, more productive during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as a man thinketh, so is he. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so when you have those, when you have those positive prayers or mantras or what you meditate on is positive it the not only is it just a faith or a spiritual thing it actually changes your molecular structure mm. in your body mm-hmm. and so when you do have and i'm gonna be honest you know like i said when i was in school and there's more schedule i was doing better but now that i'm kind of out of school and laundry's piling up and i'm all testy and stuff and there's no schedule you know and i hadn't been practicing those positive um words to not just change my you know not just spiritually but also physically you know there has been a decline and I've noticed a difference with my students who say it and mean it and the difference between my students who just go through the motions and I've noticed that's what I'm doing now with everything is going through the motion you know that's that's a good that's a good reflective piece I know for me, since COVID, I think it's been about 68, 69 days since I've been quarantined. Mm-hmm. And um, when I read my devotionals in the morning, I feel much more productive. And my mind is so much, I don't know, I guess fresh, it's fresher. Could I mm-hmm. say that? Yeah. Um, than, it, than it is, you know, when I, when, I, when I forget to read my devotionals. 
So, you know, consistency is key with praying, too. You know, like I just realized, like, wow, okay, at 6 o'clock I got up, I read my devotional, or, you know, 6 o'clock, man, I, I poured my coffee and I forgot to pull out my devotional, and I kind of feel lost throughout the day. And so just like, you know, I noticed with Anthony not being as productive when he doesn't go outside and, you know, do something, I feel the same way. So that's something that I had to do, Lisa. I had to take the time to create a schedule for me because, you know, when you don't, you know, and for me, I'm so anal and so OCD that I'm the same way. Like I could be teaching a course online and I notice, oh, wow, there's dog hair right there. I'm going to sweep this. It could be one little piece that I see or, you know, oh, this is this. And so consistency is key with um, pretty much everything. I, 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 key, I think uh, you guys are hitting on the head. I, th- I think that when we think about this time and the season, it's always mind, body, and soul. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of times we, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think sometimes, and I'm just talking about myself. I ain't going to talk about you guys. But I think that sometimes – yeah. Talk about it. <laughs> but I, I, I think sometimes we get so caught up, you know, with the way things were. You know, we think about what the life was like pre-COVID, you know, before it happened. And and I think that we get so comfortable in our lives that we sometimes forget to identify and make sure that our mind, body, and soul is taken care of. You know, but I think that what, what's, what Sister Lisa brought up was very important. The fact that, you know, when you do things and you do it and they become habitual, and you and you and you make you make it happen. It, it helps create good habits that 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 help build your character, you know. Um, and yeah. I, I just think about that. I always think about when you when you're trying to be, you know, quote unquote resilient in this time. I was thinking about a pot. Uh, uh, what is it called? Not a podcast, is it? Oh, it's a TED Talk. A TED Talk. A TED Talk. I saw this TED Talk, and I think the guy's name is Rose. But anyway, he was talking about how people that are struggling now is because they don't know how to deal with stress. And, and, and he says, so again, when you talk about the things you guys are talking about, you know, he says people need to know how to recover and rebound. And I, and Mm -hmm. I, and I thought like, that's something that because of what we do, because we check our mind, body, and soul, we're able to recover and rebound because we have the right habits and we do the things in it. And, and, and like you said, instinctively, Key, you said we were consistent in making sure we, 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 we go back and check those things. It helps us mm-hmm. to make sure that we're centered and, and, and then we're able to handle things and we have less stress. I'm not saying we don't get stressed because I'm sure, you know, things can stress mm-hmm. you. When you're, when you're in a house over 60 something days or whatever, it'd be stressful. But I think that just understanding mm-hmm. that, you know what, because we're centered, because we have our mind, body, and soul, you know, considered, we always think about, you know, well, it could be worse. We could be sick and be in the house. We could be, you know, th- th- there's so many other things you have to consider. And you have to be grateful that you're able to be where you are and to still what you guys are doing greatly is, is helping so many people. Because, you like, yeah. it's, it's, it's the conversation. It's the fellowship. It's, it's those things that help build and help us deliver us from that stress. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I know, um, I know that's what that is, is being centered is, is, you know, mind, body, soul, spirit, all aligned and connected with the creator. And I think what's difficult, because I'll be honest, um, generally speaking, um, for me and the community that I've grown up in, it's never really living and living with intention. It's always survive. Mm. Like, I know how to survive. I'm always in survival mode. And, you know, surviving, you know, or being in survival mode takes a lot of energy. Mm. And for someone like me, I tend to be a more low energy, relaxed kind of person. But then when it's time to work, I'll go to work. But it's usually, you know, I'm so focused on the work, it's difficult to break from the work. But then when it's time to relax, oh, I'm going to relax. Whereas my husband, he's more of a type A personality, a lot like here, a matter of fact, (laughs) where it's very regimented, (laughs) very structured, and very this and very that. And, you know, he wakes up, he meditates, he sets his intention for the day. And he's like, come on, let's do it. And I'm over here in my survival (laughs) mode, like, you know, because that's what my 
you know, growing up, that's what my default was. It's just survival mode. And I think we live in a society where just getting by or just surviving is normal or working yourself to death at a job, working 12 hours in a factory or a 12 hour shift, at, at, you know, as a nurse or something was like working yourself to death is a badge of honor. Wow. And so we have a bunch of people, including me, where when things like this happen and you have to stop and you honestly have to parent yourself, we all know how to, not all know how, but we generally have a better understanding of how to parent children, but how do you parent yourself and how do you now have a moment to stop where, you know, a lot of people aren't, it's weird. It's like you're either not working yourself to death right now and it's driving you crazy or you're an essential worker and you're working yourself literally to death right now and it's driving you crazy. Mm -hmm. And so it's like in our culture, we don't have this, this work-life balance mm -hmm. where your spiritual and just now mental health is creeping in as an importance. And so now we're just all in the survival mode and it's like, how do I tap in to the God that I know that is within me and within the air that I breathe and everything that's around me in order to be this whole person and be okay with where I am at this moment, no matter what's going on around me. Yeah. That, that, that's incredible. That's well stated. I mean, I was thinking about with, with my wife, you know, we're, we're like you and your husband, we're different. <laughs> we're different in a lot of ways. Um, she has her devotional way and how she does her morning. And I get up to, um, well, I'll just say my Saturday. My Saturday morning, I get up, and a group of men, we get on. We have a 5, 5 a.m. Bible study prayer line, and, and we do that till 6.30. And that's my regimen. And then I do whatever I have to do that day. Every morning, I get up at 6 a.m., I have prayer. And then at 7, 7 o'clock, mm -hmm. I have a group of men that are internationally, and we pray from 7 to 7.30. We call that winning men in prayer. And, and now we have, like, 18 brothers we pray with around the country and but but i'm not saying to say anything I'm, I'm just saying to say that that's how regimented that i am in my prayer life mm -hmm. now what, what what i'm saying is but that doesn't change the fact that we're all uh you know like trying to survive in this in the state we're in i'm, I'm in a, mm -hmm. i'm a teacher i teach english and uh mm -hmm. we're we're working virtually now and 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 it's really challenging to get kids um classified 504s whatever the case may be to do their work right. when they're at home now you know like before that we, mm -hmm. we start school normally at like 10 before 8 and now all of a sudden kids can't get mm -hmm. up at 9 50 to start doing work so it's like it's, it's a big mm -hmm. calamity but what, what, when, I, when i was thinking about mm -hmm. you know what, what you were talking about as far as we came on this line i thought about things that that we had to do if we were to um you know, deal with the stress of different things in life. And I think that one thing that, that I agree with you already said, you brought up the idea that um, you said that we need to have a balance. And I, I wrote down, I wrote down in my notes, I had redo or reset yourself to the right things and balance it. Mm -hmm. And you, and you know, um, it's interesting. Um, Oprah and Deepak, no, Oprah and, um, and, What's his name? Eckhart Tolle. Mm -hmm. They both had a podcast. I think I sent it to both of you all about that. You know, this is actually the time to reset. Right. And many people can't see that. They're so stressed out because, like you like you both said, it's hard to continue with the same regimen. Mm -hmm. It's hard to, you know, do that as if there's no purpose to get up in the morning for some people. You know, mm -hmm. and that right there, that is the importance of, you know, having an already set regimen, but then on top of that, you you, you you have to learn how to balance and see, okay, I may not be able to, you know, be in front of my students every day because all of us are teachers. However, there's still other things that I can do to continue to be productive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I think also it's like, we ha and I know you, I know you've been saying this, but and I know it's, it becomes repetitive, and you know, um, and the word it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. I think that we have to remain faithful in this time, and and, and I mean like faithful to whatever it is that you think you need to be faithful to. I know God is a priority, and that's the first and foremost in our children and our families, but we have to be faithful 
to whatever it is true to ourselves. Because if you're not faithful to something, you, you can fall victim to a lot of other things. You know, you, if, if, you, if you don't work on just building a sense of faith, you know, I don't care if it's really small at the beginning. And, and it may be small. I know my, my, my faith is probably much smaller than, than my cousin Kiara. She has just so much faith. You know, I, I have to get on my knees every morning and just pray to God. I'm God, no, no, no. just give me a little more faith. <laughs> Because I, I just mm-hmm. just seem like my faith like it's like it's almost like it's like a cup. Sometimes it just gets spilt over, you know. And I'm like, I I need to get a little more because sometimes people will try your try your faith, you know. And 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 and, and my cousin was yeah. making a good point. Another cousin I have, she she does this this FaceTime thing, and her name is a uh, Minister Edgecombe from Florida, and she says that okay. we need to learn how to faith our fears. So that that's something that's a that's a kind of mm-hmm. phrase I'm kind of trying to get in my, my, my mindset now faith yeah to try to make sure that wow. I put faith to the because we all have these different things that stress us out you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so yeah and I think you you had said something that like hmm, kind of like stuck out, stuck out to me is like being faithful to who you are and I think um, for a lot well I can't speak on other people I know for me the difficulty that I have is well who mm. am I because for so long, I've been taught to do what is quote unquote right, but it's usually the projection of someone mm. else and what is mm-hmm. right in their life instead of what is true to mm-hmm. who I am. And so now here I am, I just turned 39 last week. And in the past few years, I'm to a point where I think I'm becoming more comfortable with who I am and who I'm not. And that was a lot hardest one for me to learn is. I'm okay with what I'm not, but there's still this tinge of, well, is this really me? Um, if I work this and I come to another disappointment or another failure, is that failure me? And so that's where sometimes our faith is challenged is because, well, who am I? And so now that a lot of us are sitting still mm. and you know, you're know you raising kids, and you're trying to break generational right. curses on top of dealing with family issues, on top of dealing with your issues, or even if you have a spouse and those type issues. And it's like these internal battles that then come outward. And it's like, oh my gosh, who am I? Because, you know, like I said, I struggle with that. And my product being productive, because I'll be honest, my husband, and I had a I don't want to say argument, but a disagreement because it was my fault and I need to apologize to him because <laughs> because I need to highlight this part for quick. Yes, and I will forward this to him <laughs> because this conversation in itself, just the title of self-care mm. is triggering. It's what, 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 what's, what's his name? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for him. <laughs> she calls him a mom, but it's Quentin. Let me, let me, look, let me text him right quick. Like, wait, oh. let me send you a link to join on the podcast so she can give you an apology. If she says the apology out loud, he at least can tape this and save this so he can remember it. Just in case, and just in case you don't want to call him in a room. You know what I mean? So because I was saying how this morning I was just in a yucky mood and I snapped and I put you and I set the tone in this house in, in a negative tone. Mm. And I believe it's just because the the um, podcast subject today was about self-care mm. and it was a trigger. I understand. You know, and I'm just I called you in here because we need to record this. I do apologize. <laughs> Quentin is recording. Yeah, listen, brother. I just want to make sure she she made this in in uh 
and audio so that we would have this as a recording. Just in case you don't apologize again, you can, you can kind of look back on this and understand that she has this in her, you know? I got you. I got stuff that's documented. I got you. And why can you play this back? Listen. <laughs> Hey, Qu- hey Quentin, why you, Quentin, Quentin, why you're uh, there? I have a question for you. Putting you on yes, the spot. Ma'am. What's a mantra that you have been living by since COVID? Mm. Or a prayer? Mm. Something positive. That that I'm enough. Mm. I love it. That um that you know I think what plays into our minds as humans <clears throat> is that sometimes you don't think you're enough, and uh. <laughs> Uh, that what I've been playing in my head is that I'm enough. You know, like all of us, whatever you're doing, whatever you're pursuing, whatever you're going for, mm. you're worthy to have it mm. because you're enough. Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, just keep that in mind. And whatever God you pray to or believe in, you know, it's not outside of you, it's inside of you. So that, that makes you enough in itself. So just know that whatever it is, my, my mantra is just, I'm enough. Whatever yeah, I that's want, powerful. I'm enough. That's that's. You know, no, no, no. I go. I'm, I'm, I'm done. No, I was just, done. you know, in, 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 a word, in a word of God, it says, you know, it's when we, in fact, become weak that God becomes our strength. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's so fitting. You know, greater He that is yeah. in us, He that is in this world. So it's important for us to understand. And I think you know, it's funny. It's said and it sounds so simple, but it's so hard to do. Yes, it is, man. Mm-hmm. It is. It is just to, just to accept, you know, all through all your flaws and all that stuff. When you look in the mirror and when you uh, self talk, just to self talk positive and know that that you're enough, man. You know that that you can accomplish and do the things you want to do. And when you screw up, you know it's not really even a screw up. It's just mm-hmm. a lesson. Yeah, we're know? talking about that reset. That reset, so, right? Yeah. You gotta. You gotta. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, you guys. This is beautiful what you guys are doing, by the way. Thank you, Quentin. You yeah. know, that's, that's actually one of the last questions I have is um, what are lessons that we all have learned about ourselves or about just life during this COVID? Um, yeah. You know, because for me, I actually learned just how much of an introvert I am, how much of a thinker I am, how positive I really am, you know, and kind of going back to what Quentin said, you know, that I am enough. Because I have had moments where I have um, I haven't felt as if I I um, I've accomplished as much as I should, or I'm I'm just enough. And so you know, daily I have to remind myself like it's okay not to be perfect. Okay, what exactly is perfect? Okay, it's okay that I might not have completed this, or it's okay that this might have failed. And so that's something that I have really been able to learn about myself since COVID because I had to force myself just to sit still. I thought I was still, but I realized that, no, I was not still. I was still up and moving, doing this, doing that. And so during the last, I believe it's been about 70 days for Anthony and I that we have been quarantined in a one-bedroom apartment. (laughs) You know, I have sat in my closet numerous times just (laughs) praying, you know, just you know, just sitting still, not doing anything at all. I don't have no technology. I don't have a book. I don't have anything in my hands, but I'm just taking moments to appreciate me. And I even wrote in my book about, you know, um, being thankful for things, but I've actually taken more time to show, to show Mm. gratitude, you know, so I have like this little jar and in this jar, you know, anytime, and it, it hasn't, surprisingly, it has not been a lot of time since COVID, but times that I kind of feel, oh my gosh, like I'm kind of, I'm tired of just sitting still right now. And honestly, I can really count on one hand how many times that's been, but I take the time to write down mm. what I'm grateful for. And, you know, I was doing this before, but now, you know, every morning I'm up praying, like um, before I, um, I went to bed last night, I was just so proud of Anthony for something that he did. And all I could do was, wow, I'm so grateful to have a loving, humble, just amazing mm-hmm. son. You know, I'm thankful mm-hmm. that, you know, we can sit and we can discuss and we can chat. He could be honest with me. You know, so I have a, I've, I've taken more moments to just really showcase my gratitude during this time. 
Absolutely. And you're amazing, Key. I'm I'm going I'm to head. I got a business call that I'm on, but I know from the outside looking in, sweetie, for a lot of women and people, you're something to aspire to. I've known you for a little while. Got much love for you. You're an amazing human being, so you should never be down on yourself. Well, thank you, Quentin. I feel the same way about you and Lisa. Like, I just love y'all so much. Oh, I love y'all. <laughs> thank you, <Stephen. laughs> And thank y'all for letting me be a part of this. I hope I, I don't want to interrupt to take any more time. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Lisa, you said I'm sorry. He don't replay this. It's the internet. But it's only right. It is only right. And, you know, that is one thing that I can say is, once I get off my high horse and I calm myself down and I kind of step out of myself and look at the situation objectively, you know, it, it's only right. You know, people always say, please forgive me. But, you know, what's most important is to atone. You know, I've got to not just say it, but I've yeah. got to live it. And I'm getting better. Yeah, we all, we all are. <laughs> Yeah, we all are. But, we, all, we, we all are. Yeah. I just didn't realize a topic would be a trigger because it is something that I'm, I'm, I'm going through right now because I'll be honest, my productivity besides working in emails and, and Google Meets with kids and, you know, I guess my trigger was that my family has been on the back burner because I feel as if, well, I got to do this because, ooh, if my right. principal gets mad, then right. oh no I failed and oh no we can't right. keep, I'll get fired right. and we'll lose right. a paycheck right. you know what I mean and so it's like now my family's mm. on the back burner I've got I don't know how many loads mm. of laundry to do my kids you know while I'm working I'm putting them on electronics so I can work but they're not being productive their room <laughs> is a mess you know if I ask them to do something they all <laughs> whining and crying and so it's like yeah, exactly. but it's okay but, but, but you, 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 know? you know it's important though when <laughs> and, you say that though it's like what I noticed Anytime mm-hmm. we put something into light, it tends to, it, it, mm-hmm. it tends to, you know, if we don't add to that, Lord, help me better with mm-hmm. my self-care. If we just put it in the light, then then, then right. the enemy just takes over and just kind of says, you know what? All right. You say you're going to self-care. See how you do if, you, if somebody gets you mad. See what you do if, 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 if your son don't do right. his room when he's supposed to. All your pet peeves come up in right. one day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Right. <laughs> Right. And so, yeah. And so I had to really be honest with myself and say, one, why was it a trigger? And two, you know, self-care, we always see as self-care is, you know, going and get a massage, which, you know, after age 35 is probably just regular <laughs> maintenance. But, you know, you get a massage in order to... <laughs> you are crazy, but, girl. You're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> Look, these knees don't work like they used to, okay? At least, at least, at least, so you know, you know that a lot of our listeners have actually shared that this right here, this conversation, these conversations that we're having, mm, it's their therapy. Mm. You know, well, I seriously, I said, I said, look, I send them to my real therapist, and my real therapist has mm. listened to my podcast. <laughs> right. So you know, this right here is healthy for us because oftentimes, you know, the conversations that we're having, people want to have them. But there are not really many people that are willing to have such conversations. Well, that's good. And you know what? The thing that I was going to say, and even including on what you just said, <laughs> is What's just, that? you know, we always see self-care as mm-hmm. retroactive, and it right. needs to be proactive. And that's where I'm struggling with, is to be proactive in my self-care. So when these situations do arise, it's a, yeah, it's a part of life. Let me just go on with it. Or even recognizing what, why, like if something is a trigger, trying to be proactive in a way and be mentally, spiritually, and even physically set up so I won't start this negative domino effect. Because what happened was I mm-hmm. fussed at my husband. He fussed at me. We, and then we just walked away. And then the kids did something and he fussed at the kids and then I fussed at the kids and then the kids fussing at each other. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, oh, crud, right, I'm the one that right. started it. You know, and so I'm like, and I've got to be proactive. And you know, like, like we, we... And see, that's, and that, no, and that goes back, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say that goes back to something that you've learned. You know, had we been busy bustling and hustling, would you have That's actually exactly. taken I, time I was to reflect thing, see? on such We think alike. We think alike. See, we, we think alike. Twins. We are twins. See, you we're taught twins. me. We're twins. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Y'all, I got to get on my soapbox moment real quick about reflection. <laughs> I'm warning you right hey, now. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try you for this. Go ahead, go ahead, girl. Okay, okay. So, right, look at the cheap Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so my soapbox moment on reflection. Look, I'm standing up. I was laying in the bed, and I was standing up. Look. So, what I said earlier about a badge of honor of us working ourselves to death reflections are so important. I didn't learn to reflect until I was in, at A&T, in North Carolina A&T, because a part of the education program was to reflect on every lesson that you've taught. And at first I was fact learn a lot and when, when you talk about reflecting i really did when i'm thinking about this i mean we need this we need time mm -hmm. and, and this time and space because we, you know like i, I look like one thing you say your husband does like i just started meditating i, I never meditated right. before and i just mm -hmm. started my meditation i always prayed and all that stuff but meditation right. is when you just sit there and you yeah. just breathe and you just let god speak to you and you don't say nothing yeah. and i right. just started doing that and i'm telling you i have been more peaceful in my yeah. meditation than I've been yeah. in my million years of prayer, you know, like, so, but God, you were talking about reflection. God, you were saying from, from Auntie, you were reflecting about what happened to you. But, okay. Yeah. I was wondering where I left off. Cause I was just talking into talking. I was like, well, 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 go ahead and start all over because it cut me off. So when I go back and edit this, I'm going to start right here. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to think back because I was and talking then, for and, a long and, time before and, I realized and, it cut and, off. And before, and before you start talking again, we have 10 minutes so that I can keep the podcast at a certain length because we're be having some good conversations. We're going to have to invite you again, Pooh. Oh, no. You, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I listen, I'm not worthy to be on. I'm I'm, I'm a listener. I, I need to listen and Whatever. learn from you, No, no, no. You are amazing. Both of no. y'all together. Oh, my gosh. I'm, so, I'm up here taking notes. Why y'all think I was quiet? I'm up here taking notes. <laughs> but, go ahead, but go ahead. Reflection, Lisa. Okay. Um, at first, I was uh, first told, uh, told to start reflecting as an assignment at A&T in college. Um, you know, when I was learning to become a teacher and we have to reflect after every single, um, you know, every time we taught a class. And at first I thought it was the stupidest waste of time. But as I started to do it more and more, I realized that, oh, this is for growth. This is how you set a growth mindset. You look to see what went well and try to replicate that and what didn't go well and try to do that less often or not at all. And so as I was going through life, I see that, like I said, we live in a society where working yourself to death is a badge of honor. And so you don't have time to really spend quality time with your family. You don't even really have quality time to spend with yourself because those quiet moments, we're being distracted by television, mm -hmm. by music, by whatever, you know, and so... I had to learn to fight this battle to see that reflecting isn't living in the past because there is a very thick line between living in the past and reflecting. Living in the past is just going back to that situation, reliving it as if it has happened today. And so you're carrying those same thoughts and, and, and feelings, you know, and that same unforgiveness. Whereas reflecting is, okay, this was, well, this didn't let me forgive myself. And forgiving myself for what didn't go well is just accepting what is at that moment so I can move on and so I can go. And so it's like we have to fight these societal pressures that to say it is okay just to sit. Because if you don't sit, if it's on the outside looking in, it's, oh, you're lazy. Oh, you're not doing mm. anything. You're not being productive. 
Because if you notice, our society does not promote self-care. Right. Mm-hmm. It promotes self-sacrifice, mm-hmm. which is necessarily healthy at certain points. And so we just have to sit and we have to reflect, what did I do well? What did I not do well? And lowering your <coughs> negative ego is too moving. And so that's just my little soapbox on self-reflection and how important it is. And I'll be honest, when I meet new people, because I'm very protective about who I let in my circle, but if I meet people, you know, I... I I kind of put in some type of like and kind of conversation. And if they're not self-reflecting people, I don't want them in my circle because they don't have a growth mindset. Mm. Yeah, I like that. So I like that too. So Pooh, what have you learned about yourself um, through self-reflection during the last, we'll say, seventy days? Well, one thing I learned is that. Patience is not just a word you talk about. It really is something mm. you have to really do. And I, I you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, you think you're something, and then you realize you're really not. Being being quarantined <laughs> can remind you of how little patience you have when you're sharing the space with your wife. And I have two dogs. <laughs> it, it was totally different. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was different when I would go to work and she was working from home sometime and or going to work. But when I was actually sharing the space and we had to like be agreeable all the time. It's easy to be in agreement mm-hmm. sometimes. It's hard to be in agreement mm-hmm. all the time. But what I learned is, like you said, I had to learn also how to pick my battles. I learned how to say I'm sorry. I had to learn how to be mindful of what I said and what I did. You know, because like, I'm not a morning mm-hmm. person. So I, I, you can get me <laughs> mad so easy in the morning. My wife will make, complain about something, you know, being a mess or something like that. And I may say something back and like, oh, now I gotta, I didn't mean to say that, but I'm a little short fused right. in the morning before I get my coffee so to speak okay so so so, so pause for a second and apologize to pauline. i want to i want to apologize to pauline pauline i want to say to you she can hear me that i'm sorry for fussing and complaining and not being the person i'm supposed to be all the time at home you know not clean up after myself and all those things i i got to do better you know it's easy to do when you ain't home all the time but when you're home all the time it's like there's so many areas you you damage that you have to fix you <laughs> <laughs> but uh but, but but what i would say is that you under like one thing about there's certain things we learn about in the word and 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 patience is one of them patience means long suffering and i think that until we had to go through this this quarantine and unless you have some you know insinuating circumstances going on in your life you really don't ever get a chance to experience this kind of long suffering you know it's hard to be yeah. like you said be stuck in one space and be forced to think about if you even if you don't want to think about things, you have to. So reflection becomes mm-hmm. a part of who you are, even if you don't want to be a part of it. You know, you have to reflect on it. You have to and if you don't try to get better at what it is, if you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is gonna make you mindful of things you do wrong and say, you know what? Mm-hmm. Hey, that's not working, Gordon. I don't care what you think, that's not working. That's not who you are, that's not who I want you to project yourself to be. You know, you can't be one way, one way, and one way the other. You not can't be double minded. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, you just right. learned that mm-hmm. those are things that we have to think about and be more mindful. So like, like you said, like even in school with the students I teach and what I do, I'm always teaching them to reflect. So their their assignments, I teach English. Mm-hmm. They they have to reflect on each things we do, and and yeah. and and they do it because I know that it's important that they're a part of the learning and that they're engaged in the experience. Yeah. So, and and like you said, you know, you can see in the society we are we do not practice patience <laughs> because we are, been in the mm. house for what seventy days, and now we're trying to open up. There is no vaccine. Right. We're not talking about how to build your immune system. People just sitting at home and don't want to face themselves, mm. and so it's like, let me get back to work so I can keep denying who I really am mm. and what I'm really going. And you, and you know, that that kind of goes back to what we always say, hurt, hurt. And in the mm-hmm. case right here, people are trying to hide who mm. they are. So they yeah. hide who they are because they're trying to stay mm. busy. And yeah. being, you know, self-quarantine, just being still, it's waking up minds. It's making yeah. people aware of the good, the bad, and especially the ugly of themselves. And mm-hmm. they can't take the time to process, self-reflect, 
and just reset, realizing or understanding that it's okay. You know, yeah. these things happen, but reset. But again, I'm not a psychologist either. So no, no, but you, you, you're saying you you're know, saying the right things just, though, because it, it's all about relationships. You know, and and, and, and yes. so mm-hmm. the reason why it's easier for you to reflect and and for Sister Lisa to reflect is because we have relationships that are viable to us that, that check us. You know, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've heard it said before that it says a man that's not accountable to another man is out of control. So, yes. so, 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 yep. so that's the yep. thing. A lot of times, you know, you have somebody you're accountable to, it forces you to reflect because what happens is that person will tell you the truth right. about what you're doing, how yeah. you're acting and check your behavior. And therefore it forces you mm-hmm. to reflect on it. Now you might not always like the process of the reflecting, but it's necessary mm-hmm. and, you, and you have to do it, especially in this time and season. Right, and you and know, it, and it kind of, it kind of goes back to what Lisa said too. You know, she only keep people in her circle that are self reflective because if you can't reflect, and I don't think you said self reflective, but you said reflective. Mm-hmm. But if you can't reflect, then that means that you can't take a moment to see. What mm, you're wrong. That's right. right. You know, and if you can't say, and if you can't exactly. take the time to see when you're wrong, then what's going to happen? Right. You know, you're leading me into a, a, a mm-hmm. you're leading me into a world of nowhere and that's not where mm-hmm. I need to go right. I need to yeah. be with people who are going to take moments to process hey you know Lisa I went the wrong way we need to sit down and reflect on the course that we decided to take this time so the next go round we will not take Good that point. way right and, and you know we're all in a certain way connected mm-hmm. we all are we oh, are yeah. all connected. And so for me and everything that I, and, and so for me, what I do in my reflection, and it may not be a certain time of day every day, it could just be randomly. That's part of my ADD. But anyway, but my <laughs> thing is, this is, don't get me wrong, people have lost their lives and it's nothing to play with. But for those of us who are safer than we actually think we are, or do have this moment, this is, for me, this is nature returning to itself. Mm-hmm. Because nature will always return mm-hmm. to itself. Creator created nature. Mm-hmm. And when you are not accountable to yourself, and like you said, when you when a man is not accountable to himself, then he'll just go and wild out and do any and old thing. And that's what's happened, is that we were not accountable to ourselves, our family, nature, whatever. Even when we worked ourselves mm-hmm. to death, or a lot, a lot of people still are, we still weren't accountable to that. We just clocked up and, you know, clocked in and did what Absolutely. we had to do. It's not that we love our jobs, you know, or not, you know, to a certain no, you, extent. No, you're being it's clear. Not, oh, I right. can't wait. Oh, you're being yeah. clear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, to me, this is God or nature in itself because to me, a lot of things that might be a little different, it is all one within that, is it's returning to itself. Okay. It's like you do with your child. Okay. You, 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 you've, been, you've gone too far. You've mm. done enough. Let me reel you yep. in. You know, and, and, and you see the air is crisper yeah. because we're not driving cars That's like right. we used to. Uh, they said emissions has dropped by 17% mm. just in these months. You know what I'm saying? And so this is just us connecting and returning to ourselves, and a lot of people just don't like it. Well, I want you all to give final words, and then Pooh, if I could have you pray us out of here today, I would truly appreciate it. Well, my... my, my, Final words? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, my final words are... I just love listening to you ladies. I I apologize. I don't really have a lot to say, but I will tell you this. I did learn a lot being in this, in this space and this time with you. And I, I will mm-hmm. say that, you know, I'm going to try my best to reflect more because Lisa said so, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, my final words are have patience with yourself and those around you. Continue to re- reflect and reflecting and being vulnerable is being courageous. Mm. It is courage. 
And like Dr. Maya Angelou said, courage takes mm-hmm. practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are my final words. Wow. I think you all took everything that I even wanted to say. So <laughs> just be courageous. Love yourself. Who said something earlier about love? Mm-hmm. Um, pass love on. I think, well, I know that that's what we as a society we as a world mm. were missing. And I was mm-hmm. listening. Um, I actually gave a presentation the other day, um, and I opened it up with Love is All We Need mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder. So, you know, just take moments to really showcase love because if you love your neighbor the way that you love yourself or mm-hmm. even love your family, mm-hmm. then, you know, we would be a better, you know, we would be a lot better. Right. And sometimes we actually love people Sometimes we love others more than we love ourselves. So just practicing love, practicing and taking time to understand what love really means. Yeah. But I just appreciate you so much, Pooh, for being on this call with us, um, being on this podcast with us. You have just, you've given us so much information. I was sitting down the first maybe 20, 30 minutes and taking notes um, from you and Lisa, like y'all are just so inspiring. So continue okay. to pass the good word along. Lisa, continue to, you know, apologize <laughs> for quitting. <laughs> it's all about empathy, man. It's empathy. I had to put myself in his shoes and I knew I was wrong. <laughs> but no, just continue to, you know, spread the positivity and just continue to self reflect, like you said. And we're going to let Pooh. Um, Take us out of here with a prayer and um, yeah, and, I just love and, y'all. and before I close, I want to no, say that, Kiera, thank you so much, and and you you don't understand how truly valuable and inspirational at the same time this 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 time and space you're doing, because people are hurting and people are curious and want to know what to do, and 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 this kind of common, authentic, genuine dialogue that you and Lisa are having really opens people up so that they're able to live and live more meaningfully in this time. And uh, I just want to tell you, I, I applaud what you're doing. Um, you know, each time I, I tell, you know, Kara's my hero, and I'm just trying to be more like her. You know, I'm learning each day. So. Whatever. <laughs> so, Lord, Whatever. we thank you for this time. We thank you for these wonderful educators Sister Kiara and Sister Lisa, Lord, we thank you for what they're doing here. And Lord, we ask you, God, to allow them to keep being fruitful, that the things they do may touch other people's lives and the love they show may make us better people, that we may crack practice and do the things that are pleasing to you. Until we meet again, bless us and keep us. In Jesus' name, for our sake, we pray. Amen. 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 I Thank love you. you both. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. We thank you for tuning in to this thing called life. If you want to reach out to us, please, please send us an email. Key at this thing called life by key.com. Or please check out my blog, www.thisthingcalledlifebykey.com. And also check out my book, This Thing Called Life, Embrace It, Volume 1, An Introduction to Life.